Hey, man. Good morning. Oh boy. How's it going? You ever have a um, you ever have a kidney stone? No, no. But that lets yeah, me suck, get the answer to my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The blood I can only man. imagine. Now, this is not your first rodeo. No, this is like my third rodeo that I've attended. Rodeo. <laughs> um, yeah, I had one a couple years back in like 2016. Um, and then uh, September, I had one that was um, one centimeter, which is very big. A centimeter is, for for anything else, is not very big. But for this, it's very big. And that lasted like a month. And it was pretty in bad. It's pretty bad. Um, but uh, once that was gone, um, there was just a, a two millimeter one uh, in my right side. So um, <clears throat> that one started acting up this week, which I guess is good because it, it means it's it's finally going away. And it hasn't been that bad. Like when I had my my big one, uh, it, it, it like uh, it was like. I'd probably get like five hours of sleep a day and it would be like a little in the afternoon, you know, a little right. <laughs> in the evening. Um, Try to just put but, it together uh, here and there. like Yeah. And, uh, but this one's been like, it's been going since like, I don't know, Tuesday. And it's been like 15 minutes, 10 minutes a day, like in the middle of the day. So it's like, cool. But uh, yeah, just like every now and then, for... it's yeah, like some at some point during the day, I have to go and sit down and just try not to think about the pain. But um, like last night, I was up four hours, and uh, it sucked. Feels it feels okay now, like okay, right? But I'm still sitting very okay. straight up. Like the funny thing is, is like people talk about kidney stones and oh my gosh, passing a kidney stone sounds like the worst. And you know, like there's a Seinfeld episode and stuff, but like it's not even, wow. it's not even passing it out your pee hole. That's not the problem. That that is a a, a sensation that takes one second. That's very odd. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's the it's the stone traveling from your kidneys to your bladder, which is the fucked up thing. And that's like, the bad it's part. The size, it takes longer. It's like right. It's the size of a grain of sand. The tube that, for some reason, whoever designed us felt that like <laughs> a, a, a single strand of spaghetti noodle was the perfect size for liquid to pass from your kidney to your bladder, to the point where a grain of sand. Like has you doubled over for you know hours at a time. It's Four hours. fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah, luckily, last time it was like six hours a night. Um, but off, it's off like and on all things. day, all night. <clears throat> yeah, and it's just like Jesus Christ. Um, so it's like I, I was like, I'm not going to the emergency room. I, I'm like, I'm not doing it because every time I do it. The only thing that I'm going to get out of it is morphine, which is fine. The last time it was yes. so bad, um, it was, um, 
they had to give me like two morphine shots. But <laughs> double yeah, morphine. It's it's been yeah. So I'm like, I, I think if I could survive a month of that bullshit, like this is gonna be fine. But it was it was a rough night. So I might not be as like cheery and lively because I like I I was like woke up. Oh, you know what else? So fucking I finally get to the point where uh, like I'm like oh it's like gone it's like going away so I can like set my pillows up in bed and prop myself up and be okay to fall asleep and then no fucking shit as soon as I go to fall asleep this fucking car some sort of car started doing donuts <laughs> out on Orange Thorpe and I was like dude what the fuck are you doing and it was like every two minutes this guy found a new spot to do donuts. And he was and just I going was just for like, it. it. It was so loud. It was the fucking funniest thing. It was so loud that one of the birds woke up and started being like, oh, <laughs> shit, I guess I'm awake now. I'm just going to start making bird noises. And I was just like, you <laughs> Time fucking... to be a bird. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Time Sorry, to make I mean, the donuts. I'm glad you have Said the guy. <laughs> exactly. I, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm super tired right now, uh, but what's great is I don't have a pain in my lower back and right testicle, <laughs> so that's good. So it's uh, it's all relative, right? Like right. If you right. put someone and it wasn't as painful as then... the the. the <laughs> I think the worst part was was. I could have looked it up at some point last night, but I didn't. I should have looked up the runtime of Secret of Secret Invasion, or I should have just watched it on my phone. But then that would mean I would have to probably watch it again with Stevie later. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch Secret Invasion twice. But I should have looked right. up the runtime because, um, like, Stevie's alarm goes off at 6. And uh, so I woke up, and um, I was like, okay. Let's see, how long can I sleep before it's too late to watch Secret Invasion? And so I, I ended up getting up at 7.30. Yeah. Uh, but I watched it. Get. I watched it. and I watched, uh, I watched the heck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's probably not best. I'm not really taking a lot of notes. And I feel like these episodes okay. so far don't have to be so fresh in my mind going into the episode like with sweet tooth and stuff like i would watch it like right before we went on and mm -hmm. so like everything was fresh in my mind and i can refer to my my notes i took two notes this week neither of them are important and so i was like you know what maybe night before might work out <laughs> i'll just watch it the night before because <laughs> um, it's not very deep no it's not, deep it's, not. it's all it's it as much as it has to do with the, uh, the espionage and like the, the, Oh, anyone could be a scroll so far that hasn't even popped up. There hasn't been a situation where yeah. we were like, Oh my God, they were a scroll the whole time. Like we, we, we were introduced. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's up? I like that. Ryan popped in hey. and immediately looked at how long we're recording and couldn't believe we were talking about the show already. <laughs> it's okay. I can't believe that I had that many tells that, that that's what I was doing. I just go like to the corner. Well, I feel like you're the one that brings us in from talking, you know, 20 minutes of dumpsters. Yeah. Um, 
Right, right. Well, uh, well, I think this just proves that you guys don't need me anymore. You've learned the most valuable lesson of all of time management. Yeah. So right. just, so, just get time going. for me to ride off into the dead <laughs> sunset. I was I was just telling Ben how I was <laughs> for like four hours last night because of a kidney stone attack. And so Oh geez, yeah, how are you doing with that? <laughs> I mean, I'm an old pro. It's you know, what are you gonna do? Because this one's what? Um, it's his third do you have a size do you have a size on this one? Uh, when I checked in October, it was two millimeters. Oh, uh, October. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. But no, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite a thing. It's don't get them. But I, I will try not to. In fact, um, I'm incredibly scared to get one because I feel like it's inevitable. Right. right. Like, doesn't everybody. Well, what's funny. The first time what? I had one, uh-huh. Ryan. Yes. I was doing RT. Oh no uh, shit. It was, it was the day it was the day before Christmas Eve. I was on the back of I was on the rear of the tram. At, yes, uh, RT. That's what RT stands Disneyland. for. Uh we were at the downtown Disney side and I started having a pain in my back. Oh yikes. And by the time we got back to the structure, I was bent in half. I'd already talked talked to the driver to get the lead out there. And uh uh it was crazy because when you work at Disneyland and you have a walkie-talkie radio, um, throughout the day you'll hear paramedic runs, and there'll be an all call that goes out to all stations and a broadcast to everyone. Paramedic run to Paradise Pier Hotel. Paramedic run to Big Thunder Mountain. Paramedic Ooh. run to First <laughs> First Aid. Oh, sorry. Yeah that, yeah, that was that was um, too accurate an example. <laughs> That's a bit inside but, baseball. <laughs> But, uh, but the thing is like, I was literally standing outside the break room on the bottom level of the structure with a lead and a manager. And I was like bent forward in half with my hand up against one of the the concrete pillars. And they're like, do you need us to call the paramedics? And I was like, yes, yes. I don't think I could drive (laughs) to the hospital. I really think you should. And then like, a minute later, there was an all call for a paramedic run to the parking structure. I'm like, holy shit, this is the weirdest, most surreal thing. Since paramedic runs happen, you know, maybe a, a few times once a day, every couple hours. Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty common just because it's of, common. you know, heat exhaustion That's or not, whatever. And it's always good air on standards. the side of safety. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like, but um, it's normally- what's, this, what, what's the Randolph Mantooth show? Emergency, emergency? Yeah, but it's totally uh, like that where like the the tones go out on the radio and it is broadcast oh. to everybody it's like everybody yeah. hears it so that everybody you knows let's see you're up. in if you're if you're near the the parking structure um you know to keep the roads clear it lets the gate guard know that emergency vehicles are coming so that they can be ready to just let them right in and possibly like get security to have some sort of escort or anything that you know just sort of like if you're going to be in this area maybe just don't be there to let the paramedics through and stuff it's just so everybody's aware like we're taking this serious this is a serious situation and just if 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 any of this information sounds like a place you're going to be uh just be aware to to just move out of the way but it was so bizarre hearing that and because of me it yeah. was really yeah, weird. all the time, but this time it started. <laughs> never had anything to do with me. Like, like yeah. people in 
Fantasyland, people in DCA at Paradise Pier, people in the hotels, people throughout the entire resort heard that I had a kidney attack on the back of a tramp. Well, they they don't say what the paramedics were for, but... They actually said, oh, Ralph, Ralph is, has uh, something's trying to go through his pee hole. Ooh, this is rough. There's a problem, there's a problem with Ralph and his, and his pee. <laughs> well, the thing is, well, I'm going to tell you But it was this. you. So you, you... When, when I went, because it, it was a tough decision to just decide. I was like, if I was okay to drive, I would have just got, drove myself to the emergency room. Right. And uh-huh. so I decided all right, I'll go to the emergency room. Um, and when I went, they said, fill this cup. And when I filled Shit. the cup, With the it turn. literally looked uh-huh. like beef broth. Oh, gross. This oh, is super no. gross. That was my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And as soon as that happened, I freaked the fuck out. And I was like, because did you know what boy, it was at that point? No. Which is all the no. more reason why you should yeah, have had the paramedics call because all of a sudden I'm doubled over in pain and I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah I 100 percent right. behind this. I'm a pretty good driver. Though. Yeah, and, and you know like, what color P is supposed to. You know what color? <laughs> well, P is that was the thing. You know, as soon as I as soon as I I, I I filled the cup, I freaked out and I was like, "Oh, I guess I should be here." It's the same yeah. thing we talked about a few weeks right. ago on Sweet Tooth, where it's like, I'm not going to call Apple support unless I know I absolutely need it. And then when they understand that that's the problem, like they can't figure out the problem, then I'm like, okay, I feel justified for doing this. Uh, yeah, that, I, I, that P was was my justification for for going to the ER. <laughs> so, which is just a, a, another indictment of the American healthcare system is that you know we have to find ourselves in the situation where every time you go, you have to be like, God, I hope this was I was right. I hope that I'm here for a reason. Because otherwise, right. well, the, also, because oh also, the last time this happened in September, I ended up going. Um, I'll never forget. It was on September 11th. Um, it uh, <laughs> and I was sitting in a in the waiting room for the ER for like I want to say like three hours in pain, and I was like, I know I need to be here. All these fuckers running around with their kids better also know that they need to be here because of me. Uh-huh. And that's my line of thinking when I decide to go to the ER is, am I going to be in someone's way? I don't want to be there gonna... unless right. I know I need to be right. there because someone else probably is having a worse day than I am. So uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, it was one of those things. And also it was uh, the, the one of the RT was the day before Christmas Eve actually mm-hmm. spent went into the evening because this was the evening shift i went into the um christmas eve uh in the hospital um i I left the hospital like 3 a.m on christmas eve and i remember calling a a manager and just being like hey like i I know it's christmas eve i don't know if you heard but yesterday last night there was a paramedic run for me and she's like oh yeah we all know that was me god damn it i was like that was me so do (laughs) i like do I like call in or yeah, just call in. Yeah. Just whatever. Just call in. I'm like, all right. Okay. And then I like, it didn't sit well with me. And so I like called a different manager. They're like, Oh no, don't worry about it. Just take the yeah. next, we'll give you the next like 
10 days off or we'll give you the, the, the remaining shift of that week off and don't worry about like missing your holiday pay and stuff. You'll, you'll get straight wow. time for the, for those days. And I was like, how come I don't understand how management, one manager can be like so cool and sympathetic and the other can just be like a dismissive prick. I'm a Disneyland manager. Which, which category do I fall into? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I haven't worked with you. I, I can I can imagine I can I can see a lot of smarm coming from you. Um, uh, I could see like when like a passive aggressive Ryanness. Like yeah, this is actually a very timely conversation. <laughs> I'm in the process of having somebody in my department. Oh, I probably shouldn't say this. I mean, who's listening? No, don't. don't I don't want to no, edit. Okay, but, okay. but, but I, I know Ryan. I know when Ryan gets sarcastic. Um, and it's right. like. It's like, I can't help it. You, you, I, you I, I honestly voice. can't help it. You do the voice. Okay, okay, sweetheart. Don't worry about okay, like, that thing. Mm. Or, or when you, when you hear Ryan say "sure," and it means like, "Yeah, sure. I guess you're right," but it doesn't really matter. It's not relevant. It's just like well, sure. that's the Can thing. It's you? like you you don't really know when I'm sincere and when I'm not because it it I don't I can't <laughs> help it. Like even when I'm my most sincere, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic. Sure. Uh, sure sure but you know what's <laughs> fucked up you want to know what's fucked up what's fucked up so i'll send a text to stevie and like hey do you want do you want me to pick up blank for dinner tonight and she'll just say sure i'm like well do you or don't you and i think it's because of ryan anytime <laughs> oh, someone texts <laughs> sure i don't know the inflection <laughs> so maybe it's because you're so giving like, her a, a match game text i'm gonna bring home Blank for dinner. <laughs> no, nothing. No, I don't think so. You, just, you don't know. But it's like, does that sound good? You don't... It's hard. Texts right. are hard. Texts are hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I ruined your life with sarcasm. I got a no, but I discovered I recently. Here, yes, sir. I feel I'm on a delay. I'm having a weird, like, the, when I'm talking, I feel like it's taken a while to get through. Um, I, I don't know if right. there's any way to address that. My How internet also I don't know appears to have an issue, but we are all recording on our own things. So, oh, you could like shift you over, so it'll so sync up or whatever. Know. Yeah. All right. I trust and you. What if I should hit it refresh? Should or... Go for it. Let's computer. see what happens. Yeah. Hit okay, refresh. I'm going to refresh the page. Same. Here we go. Everybody, listen. What do you think is going to happen at home? I don't I think know. it's gonna work. Oh, okay, he's gone. Thank so, what were you gonna say? What was your? What was your? You're about to say something when Ben was saying. something. Oh, I forgot. It's already gone. I'm sure it would have been classic. It had to do with it had to do with me saying sure and ruining my life and sure and ruining your life. Oh and, yeah. Oh, and, I I realized Disney. recently, and I realized why I have so many challenges in my life is that sarcasm is my love language. <laughs> like I'm not sarcastic <laughs> with you unless. Like I feel comfortable with you, and I realize how awful that is—the weird dichotomy. Something just there. came. Something just came to mind. I don't have to oh. say. I don't have to say much more. Shit. We don't have to expound on this. Oh. But uh, that'll do. Pig is one of my favorite things ever, <laughs> and I'm just gonna. I, I'll just leave it at that because it's really, I think it's, it's really for like five people in this world, I, and I don't even know why you said it. <laughs> Right, because, right. but because when you the, said it was your love language, 
Oh, okay. Because your instant thought, your instant thought process is the sarcasm. Like it's like your your sarcasm is like baked in. I which is awful. This is not something that I am proud of. Wait, can I say something? I don't know. Of about course, that. Did, we go through two, did we go through two seasons of Sweet Tooth? Talk about a field goal, a field goal kicking mule, and yes. not mention Babe once. Yes. I don't know, Babe. James can go back. And, I don't think we did. An actual no. talking animal. But that's so, the thing. Yeah, Gus, pig not, that can... his name's Gus. Is it because his name is Gus? So, but we should have been talking about that's Francis we... too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we we so we focused on the one that had the same name as our character instead of the same ability as our, as our character <laughs> talking. Right. <laughs> Huge mistake. Let's right. go back and redo all those episodes. Speaking of no way, but, but, I love that show, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling. Gus I was just telling Ben earlier. Get... He, yeah, but can but what if Francis could probably learn how to kick a field goal? But Gus can't learn how to talk. But Gus probably can't learn how but to Gus talk. But Gus the mule. I yeah, that makes I sense. I don't know. I feel like physical it's, prowess. It's like Armageddon. Like only... I don't know. I, I feel like if you're trying to learn how to, like, you might be able to be passable, but you're not going to be, like, elite in your field of of um, equine-related. <laughs> I just got Ben's <laughs> reference. For Armageddon. Because yeah. it's, harder to ma- it's harder to make to make at learn teach astronauts how to drill than it is to teach drillers how to astronaut teach yes. how to astronaut <laughs> um okay so do I, um, am i am i coming in clear yeah hey mom am i coming in clear yes okay well let's, <laughs> speaking of sarcasm point, that right? was the only time when charlie bucket is an asshole like he's the sweet yeah. like uncorrupted giving unselfish but like he has no tolerance for mike tv <laughs> million pieces take a lot of time to put together bitch like he, like it's totally implied. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpan. Uh, so you know what guys i really what, enjoyed the second episode of secret invasion oh wow Marvel. did you know did you not uh, I liked it more. I know, I, I didn't really enjoy it. Oh no! <laughs> so it's it's um for somebody it was too hot and for somebody it was too cold, but for that special person, it was just right. I thought yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I, I, what, what I was saying when you when you hopping on Ryan is um although this show promises to deal with espionage and oh there's a scroll lurking in every corner, so far there hasn't been a situation where it's like oh my gosh they were a scroll. Because it's always people that we meet, uh, and then like two scenes later, they're a scroll, or yeah. they were a scroll the whole time. Like it hasn't it hasn't been a complex show yet. Well, I, I think on the reveal part of it, but like I I'm kind of glad that it's not like that because it just reminds me of Mission Impossible. It's like, but I'm really wearing a mask right. the whole time. Like, so I'm glad that it isn't like that. That is not a mystery. Like where the tables will be turned or something like maybe there'll be one big reveal like in at the end of episode five or something, but I'm glad that that isn't it. I think it's a show about Nick Fury. Like it's not, I don't think it's about, I think that's That's... the the setting for everything. It's like whatever's going on, but it's really about him coming to the end of his career and the end of his life and shit. Like all the the other stuff. 
that's the stuff I like is the Nick Fury stuff. Yeah. So that's like, what that's, the show I is too. About, I don't care about the other stuff. Uh, I like even Olivia Coleman. I'm like, I don't like seeing her being mean. Um, but she's hilarious. She's great. I love yeah, her. She's great. I, I, like, I think I'm in love with her. And Why wouldn't you be? That, that scene was she's so great. That scene was great. And, and she went straight for cutting off his finger. Like that's the that's just the test. Like we don't have like a blood test or I'm going to scan you. I'm going to go straight to removing an appendage. Uh, but it sort of begs the question: Like, isn't she in charge? Why is she on the ground? Why is she the one doing the interrogation and running around and escaping and stuff? I don't know, but I'm sure like just that, Goldfinger that was... was the one who spray painted that woman. Like he didn't have anybody like Oddjob didn't do that. He's too clumsy. You think he's Just a brute you know, with a hat? If, if, <laughs> if, if, if you want a job, if you want it done right, do it yourself. That kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, in movies, it's always is. I mean, not always, but it's more impactful when the person, the the head bad guy, is doing the interrogation or whatever. Well, it's really not weird seeing her crawl through the duct. It was really weird. Just she was very right proper about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought for a second, well, why didn't she put the grate on? But it's like, well, it's a sealed route. Like, they're going to figure out in two seconds anyway. So don't waste yeah. the time, like, putting the grate back. That's okay. No, they're going to hit Chunk's going to knock over a water bottle. But that's how they're going to know. That's how they're going to know. Josh. <laughs> when she walks um, in, yes. she walks into that butcher shop place, and, and the guy's like, oh, the door is locked. And she says, now that the door is unlocked, what does that tell you about me and doors? How did you get in here? And who are you? I'm a locksmith. I'm a locksmith. And and I'm a locksmith. I'm a locksmith. <laughs> God damn it. So, but she, so she tortures so this dude. She gets information from him. Um, we can tell, like, when we're cutting back to Amelia Clark and she's using that um, green computer with the green lights on it that the scroll are working on some sort of machine that's supposed to like give them more power. But then when the, the, the scroll come and save the dude, you know, Olivia Coleman's done her job. They wipe everyone out and grab him and then kill him anyway. Well, because here's what, here's what I think happened. I think they knew where the safe house was before the interrogation. She got the information about the machine and the couple who was building it. He got picked up. He said, I just told them lies. They drive by and see the safe house. He never revealed where the safe house was, but they're raiding the safe house. So they're just driving back and like, this fucker just gave up the game. He told them where our safe house is. We got to kill him. And then ultimately that was just a distraction. They think they've closed that loop, but really he didn't tell them where the safe house was. was. He was telling them about the bigger plan of the machine that makes them all stronger. That's what I I have. Okay. I have a question about this. Yes, sir. So she cuts off his finger and it turns into a scroll finger because it's now dead. Sure. Yeah. Is that dude just the scroll body out in those woods? Yes. Because they didn't. They yeah, just left so. him there. When that? Well, yeah. Well. That's is that point. why they're at Chernobyl? That's not. Is that where that the nuclear plant? In case someone they find someone dead, they'll just chalk it up to to radiation. radiation. <laughs> I think so. Oh think gosh, he has so much radiation. He he turned into a scroll. You're good, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, so my two notes for this week, one was Terrence Howard. Um, yes. Oh yeah. I don't think you could have pulled off that scene. That no. scene with Don Cheadle and, and Samuel Jackson and was Curie. my favorite thing. Yeah. It's, I that love when people who don't really interact much with each other, like have, you know, Oh, they're fr- Like they, they do have history and shit like that. Like, when Rhoda would show up to the WJM studio, it's like, oh yeah, the Lou Grant knows who Rhoda is, even though they they don't appear in scenes <laughs> together and shit like that. Right. It's like, oh, that's. But it was that was a great scene. It was a great way to sum up Nick Fury in the MCU, and you know where your um, morals and standards and convictions lie, and it, they it made sense for both right. of those characters, and it was great. I love that scene, and it's I one of the reasons why. Why I'm coming one around subtle on the show, detail I'm that sure. I noticed. Oh, good. One subtle detail I noticed in that scene of the dialogue is that Rhodey uh, switches from calling him Fury to calling him Nick. Like he calls him Fury the first couple of times, and then at the end, when things have devolved and they're no longer have this like facade of civility, when they're actually coming to blows with each other, now he starts calling him Nick. Is that because he's no subtle, longer um, in command and like? He's Fury. He's Detective Fury. He's Agent Fury. Well, you're fired now. Now you're Nick. And I keep I on saying like Fury. It, I feel like, yeah. just be him talking to him officially. It's like <laughs> it's like him. It's it's him talking to him, um, like on the record, and then as a friend. Uh, M does that to James Bond all the time. He calls him 007. Always calls him 007. Uh, like Judy Dench will call him 007, uh, but. As he's leaving, she'll say, like, James, come back in one piece. Like, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, this is yeah, going outside same, of yeah. official speak, and now I'm, I'm speaking to you as a guy you know. It's a marker. It, it's a, it shows that we're in a different headspace. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was, I mean, obviously... Uh, Fury says, "Hey, you know, there's there's scrolls around here," and Rhodey's like, "Yeah, I know, no scrolls." <laughs> Apparently, it's not a big deal. Yeah. He's aware of it, but I don't think he's aware of the amount because um, Nick Fury yeah. just found yeah, out that there's like millions. Yeah, yeah, and I, I they're gonna fight to take the Earth, and I think, okay, that's fine. A million's a lot of scrolls, but we do have eight billion humans and the planet's already kind of fucked up and there's shit all over the place like there's gotta be a better planet than earth right right like you look at guardians of the galaxy there's they, so they many go to all kinds of planets of <laughs> yeah right They've got that hyperspace or whatever. They jump all over the place. It, it just seems like I understand space is big and mostly empty, but I just think that Earth is small and mostly full. Yeah. But yeah. As, but I I did want to say um, talking about when we find out that some of the scrolls just a couple seconds after meeting them, uh, we've got Shooter McGavin on the show now. Yeah. Yes. Some sort of talking oh, so head. That was my other note. senator. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing. I was like, oh, he's just going to be a talking head. And I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Uh, but then, like, he shows up in that little secret circle. And uh, yeah, he's a scroll. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. Maybe we'll see more of him. But it was like, so, such a, such a weird person to see show up. 
Like, right. it's like the last it, it person. Took, like, I, I didn't know bit. he was still alive. But it was comforting. Yeah. I, it was like, oh, there yeah. he is. I know him. Uh, I literally said, Christopher McDonald. And she's like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you want you, you want to break from the espionage. <laughs> Sometimes you just sure. want to see, you know, Shooter McGavin. One thing you can tell if he's a scroll or not is if his one arm is longer than the other one. Uh, the the whole thing with their um, secret council is they're totally doing the Palpatine thing, like we were talking about last week. Is that they've they're playing every side of it. They're they're doing the terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. They're Say they're having Russia blame America for the terrorist attacks. They've got Shooter McGavin coming on CNN or whatever saying that America didn't do the attacks. That they're they're just in, they're coming from every it's, side. It's the plot of you only live twice. Where Specter only way to live. Specter steals uh, the American spacecraft in a ship painted with Russian symbols on it. And so that Americans think that the Russians did it. And then when the Russians do it, they, they, they capture another one pretending they're America. Um, uh, there you go. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's, false flag. Like, yeah. Like... Causing chaos, blaming, having, having everybody else fight so that they're kind of um, distracted. Sure. Right. And it makes sense. Uh, It's a really good uh, uh, misdirection because, you know, let's say, you know, in your case for you only live twice, the Russia steals the the, the specter thinks the thing. America thinks that Russia stole it. America says, hey, Russia, you stole our thing. And Russia says, no, we didn't, which is what they would say anyway. So, yeah, it totally fits. They're they're playing the the way global politics works, the way that it works. And I found out that I, I guess I thought that Gravik and Gaia were both Talos's kids, but this week, first of all, we actually had a previously that showed us the some scenes from Captain Marvel. I feel like that, that would have been last good week, last right? week. <laughs> right. Maybe yeah, they're listening I, to the Dharma. I wondered if... Yeah, I wondered if... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't thinking us specifically, but I wondered if there had been people saying, hey, what the hell's going on here? And they decided to add that. <laughs> What's going on here? Because it ha- it it's only happened on the second week but it was also it was the the 1995 flashback from captain marvel and then the 1997 flashback from just secret invasion where i found out that gravix a completely other person right right because i was speculating that it was really what's her name amelia clark gaia amelia clark gaia um gaia is taylor's yes unless she's a secret invader and is just posing as her. Um, the, right. uh, maybe it's Olivia Coleman. We haven't seen them in the same room. Oh shit. Uh, she didn't cut any of her the, own figures off. It just occurred to me, at least I think <laughs> I, 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 I uh, trying to figure this out. So we find out at the end, Nick Fury is married. And married to a scroll, yes. and is it the scroll that is with uh, what's his name? What's the bad guy? Garrick. You just said his name. Gaelic. Garrick. Oh, Gravix. Gravix. Um, is she the same one that 
like introduce him to Nick Fury at the opening scene. Yes. So is uh, Nick yes. Fury his stepdad? Uh, depending on when they got married, yes. Yeah, for sure. Although, um, no, actually, no. I take all that back. She did introduce him to Gravik, but Gravik was not her kid. She was like, here, I found this kid. His parents died. He's the But did she, she clearly... But yes. Like, took him under her wing. Right. Here's, like, here's uh, my... Yeah, I have I, a couple I, I questions about, about choosing your form, and I'm going to start hard and go back easy. So, when... Was her form bespoke by Nick Fury? Like, how do you want me to look? Or did she choose her form and was Nick Nick Fury attracted to both her inner beauty, but her outer beauty and her outer, outer beauty of when she is human? Like, how does that work? Well, they, they like, I feel like there's some, there could be some misogyny built in here, like... Hey, baby, you're looking a little loose in the back. And like, oh, and not anymore, honey. Like, ooh. And then they like go off and right. they get nasty with each other. You could, you could just always be 20. You don't have to be <laughs> older than 20. Uh, it, it, they set us up last week with this idea of they copy one person. They copy their looks and then they right. copy their mind and put them on ice. But those are you know, the ones that are running this whole game. Uh, uh, but when Fury has that meeting with all the scroll refugees and he tells them like, look, you work for me, I'll find you a home. They all just say, okay, well here, I'll be a person. Here's a human. Here's a human. Where, where did they get those humans from? That's well, I think at that point they can, well, just like, I think, I think in the, the graphics thing, it's like a little bit more dedicated. We're pulling somebody offline for you to look at them. But I mean, I don't think it um, impairs them for picking a form. I just think it's weird that, if I was put in that position, I would jump on board immediately for the cause, but it might take me like a day or two to figure out what my form would be like. I don't know. Maybe I would yeah. I'd like to be a little bit taller, maybe a baller. Right. I'd like to be a baller. Um, right. But the fact that they were able to commit to something, that was the thing that bothered. It's like, how would you know? Like, don't you want to take some time, go through some magazines, you know, circle <laughs> some attributes that you like? What? There can't be like a bunch of like Claudia Schiffers walking around. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the scroll finds attractive. They could do Paul Giamatti or something like, oh, that guy's got it fucking going on. Giamatti. And then they're, they're <laughs> Giamatti for the rest of their lives. I don't know. But you were mentioning that she could Giamatti. adjust herself to uh, to please Nick in uh, uh, different ways. But if that's the case, <laughs> why wouldn't Ben Mendelsohn make himself his young version all the time. I don't see. These are the things I feel like. Cause I, he, I feel cause like they de-age him, right? Here. They de-age him in the 1997 stuff. I guess so. Wow. Yeah. What the heck? Do you think That's Talos and Nick Fury went to go watch the special editions? <laughs> oh, because they're, they're together <laughs> I, I, in 1997. What, what else but, are they going to do? Like uh-huh. you've got to see these movies. If they ever make a new one, I want to be in it. Yes, these are awesome. <laughs> but yeah, he was younger. He oh, he boy. was de-aged in that, and then now he's not. So I don't know if you can. Like you're stuck in that form, but the form ages. I'm. It, this is all just. I'm sure. Who Maybe. gives a shit? Like production wise, they're not going to do that. 
I just, I just, I, I was this, like, how far do you take this? How far do you take this? And when does it start to become problematic? It's crazy oh. to me that they would de-age him for a scene in, in 1997. Cause 1997 was like, what, five years ago? Something at this point. Oh, <laughs> right. so it's just odd to me that they would. Be... Hmm? What's it's that? a significant amount of time. Significant, a quarter century 25. from right now. <laughs> quarter century. 25 years. You are old. Well, we all are, but you especially. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. That is you true. are the oldest one of us on here. Uh, barely, but still. That's right. Not I'm to make you feel bad, but it's just a statement of fact. It's like Marty McFly in the 80s. was like, holy shit, I can't believe we traveled back to all the way back to 1955. Isn't the world so crazy? And in now 2003? we're all Biff Cannons. <laughs> Actually, ben, I know you like to watch with so subtitles, crazy. and I like to watch with yes. subtitles too. Was there a spelling of a certain word that came as a surprise to you in the subtitles? This did week? they spell favorite with a U? If they did not, oh, they spelled I'm, kaka I'm, I, with a K. K A K A. Yeah, I didn't and make what, note of that at I, the time, but uh... I feel like that's bullshit. Literally like and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so yeah. here's another thing with time. Is it a thing <laughs> where the person who does the subtitles is like probably in their 20s and caca has come out, like gone at it, like people don't say caca anymore? And maybe. Here's, I, I've been, I've been they, done wrong by the subtitles. K A K A, caca, like friends, caca. <laughs> um, I, I will it. tell you the the finale for um, She-Hulk I don't know if we've mentioned it on the show but I totally got spoiled on something because of the way they did the subtitles so uh, oh I did okay then I won't mention it again go back and find that episode because you were talking about Kevin that, right? be it. yeah it was like she bursts into the room and it's like well you need to talk to Kevin who's Kevin I need to talk to Kevin Except they spelled it out as an acronym with periods in between each letter and uppercase. So it's like, uh, well, they just gave away the game that like it's a reveal. And then they totally went back and they fixed it like a day later and changed it to Kevin with. All right. Then oh, let's get Kaka fixed. Nice. Yeah. Let's get Kaka fixed. Whoever, right. whoever's eavesdropping Kaka's on with, this. Kaka's <laughs> with C's guys. It's with C's. <laughs> Not my Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> So I can we go back to the Nick Fury and um, Rhodey scene? Yeah, there's a point yeah, where he sure. leans in and he says, "Even when I'm out, I'm in," and the delivery was exactly like, "Does that make me less dangerous or more dangerous?" Like I got like a very Shaft vibe out of that. That it was, dor- it was a dorky line. It was a dorky line, but it totally reminded me of, of Shaft for sure. That's also because it was watched, Samuel you, L. Jackson. That's the thing. I don't know the last time I watched anything with Samuel L. Jackson in it, but um, it was probably an adventures movie. Probably. And you don't really get a lot of him being Samuel L. Jackson. And I kind of miss it watching this. Like watching those scenes with him on the train with Talos and mm-hmm. them having their sort of yes. their back and forth. Like all of that shit's amazing. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah. 
all these people are on the show because they get to work with Samuel L. Jackson and they get like really fun scenes. And, awesome. and, and that's and right. I, I feel bad for Olivia Coleman, who's like, I'm like, I need more scenes with them. Can I get more scenes with with Samuel L. Jackson? Please? That train scene was great. Um, him, you know, reminiscing on his childhood and um, the the game that he plays with Talos, where he finds out that there's the scroll, and he's like, Talos is like, I thought maybe we could coexist, and then he says, humans can't coexist with each other, right. <laughs> which I thought was a great line. That was, that was a good Samuel Jackson delivery on that one too, uh, yeah. and he's not wrong. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I want to talk about the scene where we're watching TV and here's a a funeral procession and there's a casket and it's all very sad and a woman is there and she's sad and I had no idea what the fuck was happening. I I I guess I should have known forgot. it was Maria Hill. <laughs> I, right. I, it's not that I forgot. It's just I didn't connect it, which is part of that's on yeah. me for sure. But, like, I, I didn't realize what was happening. And the woman didn't say, like, oh, I'm Maria Hill's mom. Like, it, I, I had to infer it all. And I guess maybe I was alone in that. But the, the, whole, the whole beginning part of it, when I didn't know what was happening, I had nothing to hang my hat on. I, there's no resonance in the scene. It's like, yeah, it, it's sad. Like, human death and the is thing sad. Is they but take, like, there's, they, they take forever with it too. Like they show the flag over the thing, and then but then they show like the guy a close up of the guy's holding it, a close up of the guy's feet like waddling sideways, a close up of the guy's feet turning to attention, and then another one of them walking slowly, and then another one, and it's like it, it gives you plenty of time to be like, why am I watching this? There's nothing. There, there is no indicator that it's that it's Maria Hill. Um, you no. just have to remember, I guess. But that that a person died like that the 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 very last thing that the happened last thing we saw episode is one person died, yeah. But there's also yeah. like two thousand people died in Moscow. So I mean, and, and I guess she counts as military because it was all very militaristic, and she she was um in shield. Uh, yeah. Would, would someone the, the FBI have like they should have put a shield flag over her her thing? There you if go. they put a shield flag over there her thing, go. I'd be like, oh, I understand what's happening. Right, they're burying a shield flag, and they're just using this coffin as uh, transport for the flag. This whole design was terrible. <laughs> I, I swear, <laughs> we're symbolically burying it now. <laughs> I, I just, I know that I'm. I, I feel like that. I feel like that was me. Like I could have done better at that, but I also. It's, that's how I was watching it. It's like, what the hell's happening here? Ben, Ben, would um, it make you feel better that it took me a second too? Would that make you feel okay? Yes, yes, and absolutely. I, it Thank took a, it took a second too. Okay, but I got yeah. it pretty quick. Now, when you say it, it took quick, you a second, it took did. me the whole. Thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it took me until she was talking. She said something about her. No, I, I think I, I figured it out once the lady started talking. But even that was more more than one second. <laughs> Well, my verdict is I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, all killer, no filler. Um, yeah, the Darmalars are back, baby. Are we? Back. Oh, you're talking uh, about Secret Invasion? <laughs> yes, I'm talking about Secret, secret Invasion. <laughs> oh, okay. I enjoyed it. I, and I'm, I'm kind of, um, I think it's interesting that we all aren't on the same page on this, that we have varying degrees of satisfaction. 
Oh, I, mean, I, I, just I will say that Fury when I was stuff. trying to. Yeah, I, what I was trying to say earlier wasn't that I didn't like the show. It's just that you said you really enjoyed it, and I was not up to that level. No, the, the, uh, and I think I, I took that in consideration. We have varying degrees of satisfaction. Very, varying degrees. I, I'm I, circling I, five on my comment card. You might be. You might make your own circle between three and four to indicate that it's not quite three, but not quite four, and. You wish that there was a finer gradient in their scaling system. Now, now let me ask you this, Ben. Last week you mentioned that you didn't care for the first episode. Was this a was this a step up from last week for you? Absolutely, I believe it definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think last week yeah, a lot was of for it me was too. like there was. I, like, we we talked about that last week too. It's like in the first episode, there's going to be there's bound to be set up. There's it's bound to it, it should take off from there, and it did, and that that was gratifying. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I, I am looking forward to the other episodes. I. I, I think mm-hmm. this is going somewhere. I'm not at the point where I, I think that this we're in for something yeah. bad. Um, but it's better than this out it, the East episode. It is better, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to point out, uh, it's not even an Easter egg, really, because it was on screen so full. But when Amelia Clark was looking at her old um, Apple II where it was the the I think it's like inventory of what they have and there's a Groot there's something they call yeah. Frost Beast and then Cole Obsidian and it's his hand that I think Wong cut off when when the Thanos's children first show up in New York in um in, in um oh Infinity War yeah so they've got there's some, I think somewhere in the in a, a vault they've got his hand cool <laughs> you can do that hand. What? What can you do? Snap your <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like talk to it or yeah. something like that. Like I thought you were going to put Ben down. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like I feel like we're we're yeah. we're wrapping this one up. I mean, even a little bit earlier than normal, but that's fine. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, 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 I was going to like it. That's yeah. Good. I was I was thinking last week about how what one of the things that we tend to do is like this is this we'll first give the episode oh. title and give the next episode title oh yeah and so this one was yeah. called promises but they don't show you what the next one is it's like it's not a oh, thing yeah, that I have access to. um there was something i wanted to bring up last week and this might this might last a little while sorry ryan it's okay um, no no i was just trying i th- I thought we were going to a cadence but a big yeah let's let's bring a, it back up like a judd apatow a, let's do it there's a big fat ass debate online people mm. are up in arms about the show because they're using ai for the opening titles yeah oh and yeah we should probably address that yeah i i to me like i don't i i tend to pick my twitter battles <laughs> you know when you have when you have like really like bullshit stuff that affects real people in the real world. I don't think it's really that big a deal that Marvel's using AI. Um, I understand why people are mad about it. Um, Cause it's, you know, right. taking away jobs from, from animators and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but for me at the same time, it's like, isn't Marvel like really shitty to their animators. So it's probably nice for them to yes. get a break. From doing yes. that, Marvel notoriously underpays VFX uh, people. Like that, they've got a huge reputation for that. So yeah, it took away a job from someone that was going to get fucked over. Uh, yeah. It's hard to get too upset about that. But uh, but for me, the bigger issue is that. So, 
how it's aggregating what it's doing. Like if it was fed, you know, Marvel copyrighted Disney owned images to aggregate something, that's fine. I think it's more as was it incorporating fan art? Did it do like a Google image search to help do that? Like it's less about taking away jobs, although that's pretty important, but it's more about yeah. who are you exploiting? Whose work are you exploiting to get what we're seeing on the screen? Yeah. Right. What, what, if, you train, what if you trained it on, if, if, and if you've trained it on art from people that, you know, have a claim to it. Yeah. I can see that. That's one of the complaints I've heard about it. And I, to, to be uh, honest, I, I know that it's, it's still somebody who has to sit in front of the computer. There is still a job to be done by somebody. And if mm-hmm. that's, we're using this computer to kind of like process these things that we own to spit something out and we're being selective. Like there is a little bit of artistry, I would imagine with that process, thing, but I think it's, the, yeah. The thing I kind of, what I like about it is the, mm-hmm. the concept of them doing it. The whole show is about what's real, what's not, who's a person, who's a scroll, what's artificial, what, you know, what's real. Um, so it kind of makes sense. Like it's a statement on the world and yes, it's taken away right. a, a job or two, but at the same time, it's like, it's, 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 I feel like it's being used to tell a point. I don't know if Disney's come out and yep. said anything about that, but, um, or the director or anything like that. Uh, but I feel like as a concept for what this show is, I feel like it makes sense. And maybe I feel like the conversation is should it it should be should they or shouldn't they do it? I think the the thing should be uh, people should be upset about Marvel uh, um, animators uh, being worked to the bone, being forced to work uh, hours that are insane to get the job done. Uh, What they need to do is hire more people. (laughs) <laughs> and pay them better wages. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, uh, it, you know, I don't mind the AI because I feel like of all of the Marvel shows, this one I feel it the feels one. the most appro- appropriate. Maybe right. like that's a, a choice where things are, you know, the reality is is altered. But for this, it feels like it works as, as a concept. That's yeah. interesting that it's using AI. But for me, it's just like. I don't need to bitch and moan about AI. What I need to bitch and moan about is people who it's affecting and people who are actually putting in the work to, you know, do all the, like making the scrolls turn into, into people <laughs> like, like are those people right, getting right. work to the bone and, and having like these insane deadlines? Um, and are they getting paid well for that? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's right, and I think that's that's a, a good um, angle on the conversation. I, 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 what we don't know where this is all going yet, but I do think that just based on what advances we've seen very recently with the AI, that it's going to have a huge impact on a lot of what we do. And to Ryan's point, I think it's going to be a tool, at least for a while. In our lifetime, we're not going to say, okay, AI, write me an episode of Secret Invasion. But you can have the writer say, hey, AI, what would be a scene between blah, blah, blah? And then the person has to go in and, like, still do their work to fix it and tailor it. Like, sometimes you look at the AI art, and it doesn't exactly know that humans have two eyes yet. 
you know? Yeah. It's not, but I mean, it's getting there. I mean, hundred percent. I'm in an industry that could potentially be affected um, pretty severely by AI. Um, Hugely. But it's, I, but I, it's, it's hard to set up rules, but like, I feel like if you're an artist like Andy Warhol, who takes found things and elevates them and things like that, he's going to use AI differently than a CEO who's giving directives to generate content. And I don't know, that's why you get like 25 Hallmark movies that are exactly the same. And you return to your hometown on Christmas and, uh, there's the boy you used to have a crush on, or girl, or whoever. There's, yeah, there's, they're all, they're yeah, all it's a cool. <laughs> it yeah, can, I mean, the thing is, it depends on. It, I feel like with AI, you got to. It, it feels like people are just like again drawing a line in the sand. AI is bad. The end. It's like a blanket statement, right. and it gets this thing where it's like, oh, that's like a buzz thing to do. Is like shit on AI and say that AI is bad to the point where there was like an article released recently, or I have this, I, I heard this on, on a, on a podcast, uh, but it was Paul McCartney using AI to make a new Beatles song. And like, that's, if you, if you it's, see what's actually going on, it's not yeah. the case. Uh, no. uh, John Lennon had a, t- and Ryan could probably tell me better, but it was essentially, there was a John Lennon song that he wrote for Paul, it was on a tape and the tape was just kind of like deteriorated, but using the assistance of AI, they were able to clean it up and make it sound like a pretty good recording of this song that John Lennon recorded. And I guess Ringo's now involved and Paul is involved. And, and it's a little bit more, it's a little song. bit more than that. It was, when they were doing anthology in the nineties, they recorded three new songs, free as a bird, real mm-hmm. love. And I think it's called now and then I like, free but as a now bird. and, but, but now and then didn't sound very well. And, and George was kind of miffed about the project at that point a little bit, of course, because as we have seen George. from get back, George is very pragmatic and, um, you know, um, grounded in principle anyway. So what they're doing is they're going back to that song. So it actually has George on it, it has Ringo on it, and they're using the same AI technology that they use for Get Back to separate the different elements to clean up that thing. But it also came out in the wake of, you know, people using AI to have the Beatles sing Banana Phone or um, (laughs) Beach Boys songs or things like that, um, which are very interesting to listen to and very unnerving at times. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's not what this is. Yeah. So people people went all ape shit because Paul was using AI for a new Beatles song and it's like you got to you it, I think it comes down to like let's all understand what's being used and why and how as opposed to just being mad at all of it. Yeah, because uh, it could be used for film thing. restoration like telling the difference between you know, uh, artifact versus film grain versus what you're photographing so you can yeah. separate like there's good things that it can do. It can automate tedious tasks and do it better than a human. That's great. It's on the creative side of things when it takes a creative person out of it, that it's an issue for me. We uh, doing the documentary, you know, one of the big things is, is audio and getting, getting people on mic. And we have two mics. We have a, 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 a 
like a um, remote mic, uh, like a wireless mic that's clipped to the person. But we also have a shotgun boom mic going towards them. Um, one of our interviews, the the mic that was clipped to Sony Walger um, huh. went out. It went out. But we had the backup shotgun and Taylor, the director, was telling me, he's like, there's any any kind of noise we get because there was a guy next door in the room next to us that was talking on the phone real loud. He's like, I can run it through AI and get rid of that guy. That's great. And and clean up Sonia's Sonia's audio. So it sounds as good as it did. So it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm glad it's around for, you know for our use, it's not changing anything for us other than making, making things sound better. Um, so stuff like that's nice, but yeah, it's when you're taking someone else's work and, and shifting it for your, you know, to do something for yourself, that's, you know, a press of a button to make it easier. Um, that's when you start being like, eh, maybe not so hot. So there needs to be some sort of term that differentiates between good AI and bad AI. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but, um, but I don't know. I'm fine with it in the show, you know, yeah, I mean, if that was the intention, then they, they wouldn't have hired anyone to begin with to do that. You know, it's not necessarily taking away a job if that job was never there to begin with. Oh, wow. You know, if a job falls in the woods. Happen. Right. <laughs> is, there any, is, there, is there a corporation there to pick up the paycheck? Pick up the paycheck. Okay. Well, that was a lovely roundtable that we had. <laughs> Maybe we should do that yeah, in every yeah. episode. Like, what, like take on a social issue. Or, or well, I mean, it was, it's, it's, it was something where I don't know why I didn't bring it up last week. I don't know. Because why it, was such a, it was such a hot button issue. And, and it's a notable thing from the show that we're talking about yeah. uh, you know like you said people are talking so, about it flaming each other on, on twitter so yeah anyway all right well what do we say at the end of an episode that's in ben's court ben you've got this now oh, shit. yeah what do you say ben <clears throat> i have had it with these motherfucking secrets on this motherfucking invasion no this is really good because don Cheadle. During the conversation with Don Cheadle and Samuel Jackson, Jackson said, this is an invasion. An invasion <laughs> with people we don't know who they happen to be at this time. <laughs> like, he wouldn't say secret invasion. He so danced hard. around the word secret so hard. It was, it's a clandestine <laughs> invasion. But, but this, people, yeah, they just, this, like, it, enemy it is unclear. And then, like, right underneath it, when you're looking at Disney Plus, the description is a, a clandestine ingress. Or, like, they just use, like... Oh, it doesn't really say that? <laughs> it, it says clandestine, for sure. Oh, wow. I must have subconsciously... Uh, so... it's, a, it's a real fan of Menace. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, so what do we say Fury, the Nick second Fury's time? A real, <laughs> Nick Fury's a real rogue one. Nah, man, I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Right. I forgot. Yes. What? Not only is is Mace Windu and uh, and Krennic in this, but also Kira uh -huh. from Solo. Oh yes. Uh, 
it's kind of the Disney way now, right? Like there seems to be a lot of floating around from one franchise to the next. Yeah. When that full, when that first scroll lady turned into a lady lady, I thought it was uh, Katie Sackoff. (laughs) And I was like, Oh boy, this is really star Warsy. All right. We don't, do we have a secondary? I think we just say it again. I'm not going to do it. I always feel well, weird doing it in the first place. Well, then don't do it. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, then don't do it. I'll have I'll I'll, I'll create an AI prompt that says, "Make Samuel give Jackson me a, give me a sign off." Oh shit! Make Samuel Jackson say, "I've can had you it do that." Mother- I could, probably could. Yeah, I don't know how any of that shit works, but can you make that happen, please? That would be yeah, nice. sure. And That's then he could sing some the song. <laughs> I want to make love to you, children. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i'm gonna Goodbye, stop recording everybody. that sounds bye. like a good idea bye enough is enough i have had it with these motherfucking secrets on this motherfucking invasion